Hi, I'm Lizzie, part of the youth here at Christchurch. Um, I thought I'd start by just explaining why I'm up here and why I decided to preach. Um, last summer, I went on a mission week with a company, an uh, organization, charity, <laughs> called Pulse, who um, they aim to enlarge and equip God's kingdom through young people. And so they hold um, summer holiday camp thing for um, children at different churches, and I helped for a week. And in the evening, we were doing team time, and we were talking about big God dreams and the um, dreams that God has put on our hearts and dreams that we think he, want, he wants for us and that we desire. And one of my big God dreams was to preach one day and emphasize one day rather than soon. So, but obviously, Pete, who founded Pulse, he said, actually, no. That's something you can do soon. And he said, he wrote me a note and he said, you need to dream bigger dreams than what you have already got, what you already have. Um, they're big, but they're too small. <laughs> so here I am. Um, so I'm preaching on to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. Quite short, short and sweet. Um, so when I was preparing this, I tried to pick apart the verse and I wanted to understand what the crown of beauty was what ashes is, and why the crown of beauty is instead of ashes. So Chloe read out the story of the woman being healed. Um, this woman had been bleeding for 12 years. That's quite a long time. Um, and just by simply touching Jesus' cloak, she was healed. And that's incredible. But the bit that actually stood out to me was that he turned around and he said, I know that power has gone out from me. He felt physically power leave his body and enter this woman's so that she could be healed. She took a part of Jesus. That's just amazing. She took a part of Jesus so that she could have life. And that was a sacrifice from Jesus. So remember that and I'll come back to that. Um, So I was looking at what ashes are. And when I was researching it in the Bible, ashes come up a lot. Um, And it's usually to repent. When something went wrong in your life or when someone died, you wouldn't dress up in black. You would go to the fireplace and you'd put ashes on yourself and you would pour them over yourself. You wouldn't do a nice, neat cross on your forehead. You would pour them all over yourself. And if you think about that, that makes you ugly because you're not going to look great with ashes all over yourself. That, is, that makes you ugly and dirty. And that is a sign that you're not worthy. It's a sign that when you've done something wrong, It's like turning to Jesus and saying, I messed up, I'm ugly, and I'm not worthy of you. And in Isaiah 3, um, I plan to read the whole of Isaiah, but it's a very long book. (laughs) But I did read Isaiah 3, and at one point, it's talking about us without Jesus. And it says, instead of fragrance, there'll be a stench. Instead of a sash, a rope. Instead of well-dressed hair, boldness. Instead of fine clothing, sackcloth. Instead of beauty, branding. Instead of beauty. Um, We aren't beautiful. We aren't because we mess up. That is plain fact. No one's beautiful because we all mess up. We all sin. So what are ashes? They are something that was once alive but died. They are something that was burnt and destroyed and made dirty. They were made into dirt. And that thing that burns us, the thing that breaks us down and destroys us is sin. We are ashes. The world is ashes. The Bible says that the world 
the whole world is burning into a flame of sin. The world was dying. Um, and that is quite a sad reality. But don't worry, there's a happy ending. Um, so then, if ashes is death, what is beauty? Beauty is life. Simply put, beauty is life and pureness. And Jesus is beauty. Jesus is ultimate beauty. And beauty is shining for Jesus. It's saying yes to Jesus. Because if we say yes to Jesus and we choose Jesus, we choose beauty. But when we decide that we don't need Jesus, when we try and do life without him, when we say, actually, I'm fine, I'm good, I have a great family, I have great friends, I'm doing well in school, like, everything's fine, I don't need you, Jesus. That is when we choose death. That's when we choose ashes. Because we're not choosing ultimate beauty, we're not choosing Jesus. And for some, they've never said yes to Jesus. And so they've never experienced that there is something so much better. They've never said yes to beauty. They've never known that actually they can choose beauty. And so last half term, the topic was the year of the Lord's favor. And it talks about proclaiming good news to the poor, proclaiming freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, and setting the oppressed free. So Jesus, it says, the Lord has anointed us to do those things. And Jesus calls us to set people free so that they can choose Jesus, they can choose the beauty. And when it talks about the poor, the prisoners, the blind, the oppressed, it's saying that they can all become beautiful. Um, A few weeks ago, Kirsty did an amazing mini-preach Um, And she gave her testimony. And she said that when she became a Christian, it was a way of saying that she doesn't want to just exist anymore. Because she, when she chose Jesus, when she said yes to Jesus, she had something to aspire to. And I loved that. I loved when she said that she doesn't want to just exist anymore. Because she wants to live, and she wants to live it beautifully, like Jesus did. So, ashes is death, beauty is life. The bit I turned to next was the word instead. And it's quite easy to look over because it says crown of beauties, yay, ashes, boo. It, you look over the word instead. And actually, that is one of the most important words in that phrase. Because how did Jesus turn a crown of beauty into ashes because we didn't deserve that crown of beauty we didn't earn it Jesus gave it to us as a gift and in the message translation of the bible I read that before I read this version and it says instead of a crown of beauty a bouquet of roses and I really like that because it's a gift when you give someone a bouquet of roses that's quite an intimate gift to give somebody and so how was he how was he able to change the ashes, the death, into something beautiful, like roses or a crown of beauty. Because something once, once something dies, if, if you burn a chair and you make a heap of ashes, you can't change that back into a chair. And if you can, I'm really impressed because it's not possible. But obviously, Jesus can do anything. Um, so... The point is that he made something dead alive. And that's because it was an exchange. He gave his beauty. 
The beauty of Jesus was a gift to us. And in exchange, he took our ashes. He said, actually, no, you can have this and I will take what you have. And I'm going to say that a crown of beauty is much better than ashes. Um, And he decided to die. He decided to take death so that we could have life. And this is the death on the cross. I've grown up in church my entire life. And only until I read this verse and I truly understood it and I highlighted it and read it over a million times did I actually understand what death on the cross meant. It means that he wore a crown of thorns and he carried a heavy cross. He died the most painful death that he didn't deserve so that we could wear a crown of beauty, so that we could be beautiful. He wore a crown of thorns so that we could wear a crown of beauty. Um, That is pretty amazing. He made us beautiful. He made you beautiful. You are beautiful because of Jesus. And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, the person next to me, they're pretty beautiful. And actually, Jesus died for them. I mean, you're right, but actually, he died for you too. Each and every one of you. And in fact, right now in your heads, just say to yourself, I am beautiful because of Jesus. Not they're beautiful because of Jesus. Not that person who lives opposite me is beautiful because of Jesus. I am beautiful because of Jesus. The lady who was healed by Jesus, she took some of his power. And in other words, she took his beauty. And when I was trying to think of an example, when I've taken some of Jesus' power, um, I actually really struggled. Um, And then I realized I use his power every day. When I wake up, and when I get dressed and go to school and get on the train, I see my friends, I'm using his power. And sometimes I'm using his power just to get through the day. And that's okay, because some days are harder than others. But sometimes I'm using his power to live beautifully. And after Jesus healed that woman, without him even knowing in the first place, when he turned around and he said, power's gone from me, who took it? He, afterwards he said, daughter, your faith has healed you. This woman's faith in Jesus, the fact that she believed, she, she just touched his cloak. She didn't have a whole ceremony. She just touched his cloak. And from 12 years of bleeding, she was healed. Her faith in Jesus healed her. And if there's just one thing that you take away from this talk, um, four very simple yet very important words. Jesus made you beautiful. And again, you. Not the person next to you. I mean, he did, but as you as well. He made you beautiful. And I've repeated that quite a few times, but that's because sometimes we know things in our head and we can be told them 101 times, but actually it's, it's a very long journey from your head to your heart. And that journey, the only way that that journey is ever going to happen is with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to pray. Um, and just close your eyes, take it in. Lord, thank you. Thank you for making us beautiful. Because you didn't have to do that. 
but you love us so much to the point where you died. You died a really horrible death so that we could have life, so that we could be beautiful and have pureness. And Lord, we will never be able to repay you for that. But we can try and live our lives beautifully, just like Jesus did. That is all we can do. And if I attempt that for the rest, every day for the rest of my life and I fail every day, that's okay. Because you made me beautiful. You made every single person in this room beautiful. Every single person in this entire world beautiful. Even the people that we look at and we say, mm, no, that person is not beautiful. Or maybe we look at ourselves, we look in the mirror and we say, no, I'm not beautiful. You made us beautiful, Lord. Simple as that. So thank you. And if there is somebody in this room who just doesn't feel beautiful, Lord, just do that journey from their head to their heart so that they know inside them that they are beautiful. Because it's so simple, but sometimes we just don't get it. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, One quick challenge. Try and see everything around you, every good thing, every gift that you think was from God, including yourselves and your friends and that one person who you really don't like. Try and see them as beautiful because they are. And that can be really difficult sometimes, but give it a go. Thank you.